It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, 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 everyone. It's your girl, Nicole Doss. That's right, y'all. And I am back with another episode of Prestige Radio. Listen, I have been gone. I'm so sorry. I want to say it's probably been about a month or so. It's actually been longer. And I have been on this journey of uh, development. And I am so happy that I came out on the other side as a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And this is something that I have been really, really interested in doing for a very long time. I am a legacy. My mother is a soror. And so my, my aunt's a soror, and so I um, really am proud of this wonderful accomplishment that I was able to, to do and to, and to undertake. But you know when you do certain things, it always comes at a price. There's a cost when you make decisions to do certain things. And for me, the cost was you know, really trying to find balance on what do I do with my business. And so... While I was spending this time and really uh, spending and investing time in this journey, um, I could not do all the things that I used to do with my business. There were certain things or aspects I was able to maintain, but not all. And so in that, I wasn't on social media as much. I was not on lives. I wasn't doing um, interviews. I had no energy or desire to do podcast episodes. And so I really found myself in this space where when I became a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and after I've gone through the process, um, it, I found it really hard to jump back. Uh, and I'll, I, I really feel that this is something that a lot of you can relate to, not because you all go on the same journey, but there are going to be times in your life where it's going to cause you to not to be able to give as much time and attention to your business as you have in the past. Maybe you um, have fallen ill. Maybe you decided to go back to school. Maybe you just had a baby. I mean, there's a number of things that will uh, pull your attention away from something that you have worked really hard on for a really long time. And when that happens, it's really frustrating because it may seem as if although you had to take a pause that others have not it may seem that as the, you know even though you had to take a pause that others have grown um you know immensely and you may feel this need to catch up and i am here to tell you that you do not want to go down that rabbit hole and the reason being is that if you start getting back into your business, if you decide that whatever break you've taken that you want to jump back in, if you jump back in by perusing your timeline, uh, you'll probably find that you are not at all excited to jump back into your business or you may not feel uh, motivated to jump back into your business. You may feel as if you are completely... um, 
stuck because you're you're in this place where you have to play catch up. And so I realized even in jumping back into things with my business that I was like, listen, people have purchased spaces for their businesses. People are out here, um, you know, they've published books and, you know, people have been doing all these really great things. And I'm like, oh, Nicole, you got to jump back. And it was exhausting. And it made me feel as if maybe I didn't want to start back again. Maybe, you know, I don't want to jump back into doing what I've done before. And so it's so funny. I even struggled with trying to figure out like, well, what do I, how do I jump back into the podcast? What do I talk about? I haven't really been doing anything around entrepreneurship for the past, you know, four or five, six weeks. So, you know, what, what do I do? Um, I've been coaching clients, but you know, like I haven't been really focused on content for the business. So, so what, what, where, where do I start? And it was so clear in that moment that, you know, I really needed to take a pause that I really, although I had just taken a pause, I mean, I wasn't really pausing. I was working. Right. And so I really needed to stop, pray, meditate, listen to God, listen to where I needed to go next with my business, take vacation time. Although I didn't go anywhere. I I took off from work and I said, you know what? I'm really going to focus on just really seeing what I want to do with the business. Really what's next for me. And I realized that I needed to get back into doing the things that I absolutely love. So before I kind of take you on that journey and share with you the steps, let me just go back and say, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I know that there are those of you who have taken taken some kind of pause in your business. I know because I've, I've coached you. I know because you are a friend and you told me that you are stuck and you have not been able to restart your business. I know because I know that Anything we go through, we do not go through in vain. We go through it so that when we go through it or come through this on the other side, we're able to share these testimonies. We're able to share these stories to inspire and motivate others. So I share this with you because I know that even if you aren't going through it now, there's going to be a time when you do go through this and you have this episode in your back pocket that you can pull out and say, whew, I need this for motivation. So yes, I want to share my story, but I want to share my story because I want to help you become unstuck as well. So let's just jump right into it. So how do you jump back into your business after taking a much needed break? So the first thing I want you to do is to not start looking on social media. That, that's the first step. You know, we always talk about competition. We always talk about how, you know, you, you can't really look at your sister. You cannot look at a sister boss of yours. You cannot look to the left and the right of you. And you cannot say, hey, this is going to be... Um, you know, this, you know, if this person is doing these things, why am I not there? If this person is experiencing this level of success, why am I not um, experiencing this level of success? I don't care how self-aware you are. I don't care how high your emotional quotient is. We are still very much human. So even if 
for a moment, that is your thought process that is not doing you any favors. It is not helping you with your business. It's not helping you move your business forward. It is actually causing you to have um, negative feelings about yourself, about your success, about your growth. And so you got to nix that. So to help you in this space, when you jump back into your business, I don't want you to jump back onto social media. The first thing you're going to do is to say no to social media. So if you can do that, all right, check, then we'll move into number two. And number two is I want you to spend some time meditating and pray and in prayer. And, you know, one of the things I think of is a song I've, you know, that I love to sing, and that is um, Order My Steps. And so when you think of God ordering your steps, and for those of you who may struggle with Christianity or are not Christians, I really, uh, you know, encourage you to tap into whatever spirituality or, you know, whatever that you you practice for spirituality or whoever you go to for guidance some of you say universe some of you say ancestors for me it is god so uh you know and and so for me i go to god i ask god for direction i ask god to be able to order my steps according to his will and his way that is very important to me because i also understand that only a fool relies or leans on his own understanding but a wise man seeks uh, the way of the lord and so for me that is very very important so that before i start trying to identify what I want to do with my business, I have to spend some quiet time with God. Now, here's the thing I need you guys all to realize. This quiet time, (laughs) just because you have decided that you finally have enough time to be still, just because you now have decided that you are doing quiet time, just because now you've decided that you need answers, it does not mean that God is on your timetable and that he's going to go ahead and give you the information, the guidance that you need at this time. That That's not how it works. Sorry. It, it's, it's not how it works, right? So you may find that in being still and seeking direction and looking for some kind of guidance, it's going to take some time. And I'm not saying that it's going to take a lot of time. I don't really know. It's something that you have to work with. It's something that the relationship that you have with your higher power, something you have to really decipher. But I will say that um, it is imperative for you to seek guidance before you make any movement. What seeking guidance has done for me is led me to my third step which is tapping back into what makes me happy. And that's really important because when I think about my nine to five, right? I always say like, I love my career. I always love my career. I love teaching. Um, I do instructional design. I create training programs. I manage a team of people who create um, training programs. So what I focus more on are uh, learning strategies that really help move an organization forward. Uh, How do you tie those learning strategies to... um, outcomes that are tangible and usually those tangent outcomes should be tied to operational income for an organization. Those are the things that like excite me. And it probably won't be any surprise because at the end of the day, I mean, that's really what the Prestige Society is all about. How do we help you gain the knowledge that allows you to build a business that is profitable? So 
For me, I would say I absolutely love that I have a career that I can tie to my business. The influence, (laughs) the peer pressure that the brand probably then uh, goes under is this need to bedazzle and, you know, do all these events that are tons of glitter and gold that really make people feel great, but probably don't give them what they need. Um, but that's usually what people like in the in the industry of those who do what I do, right? So they're always looking for the next event to go to. They're always looking for the swag bags. They're always looking for something that's going to make them feel really great, even if they walk away and don't have much of a substance. So what ends up happening is that I, as the CEO of my brand, become very conflicted with the things that make me happy, in doing the business that I love to do versus what my tribe may want to experience because of the fact that these are things they just like, even if it's the things they don't need. So what ends up happening usually is that I find that over the years, myself, and I'm not alone, I'm sure many of you do this, tend to rack up tons of products, services, events, and things that don't bring you joy. That become a part of what you provide as service products or content to your tribe. And so when you're jumping back into your business, if you find that you've really taken on a number of things that do not make you happy and you are struggling to jump back into your business, it's probably because of the fact that there's things that no longer spark joy for you. And so now not only do you feel this burden of trying to play catch up because you've taken some time off, but now you're trying to play catch up with doing things that you don't necessarily like. And that's a problem. So when I talked about that, that first step, right, not to engage in doing a whole bunch of social media, because what you'll find is that people are probably doing even more, a whole bunch of things that you don't want to do. Number two, you, you, you then get stuck in this thing of, oh, now this is what I have to do. Uh, you you want to make sure that you, you aren't doing that, right? You're really focusing on taking that time to pray and meditate, ask God for direction, ask God for, you know, um, just guidance and discernment of what to take on, what not to take on. But then that should lead you to number three, what sparks joy in you when it comes to your brain and your business? You know, if you want to go back to the why, I love when we were reading, um, growth hacks, where it talked about, you know, the why that makes you cry. You know, for me, I love going back to the why because my why has transitioned over years. In 2012, my why was that no one should start a business with a friend just because you're afraid to start a business because that was what was happening at the time. Now that's no longer relevant. People feel very comfortable starting a business on their own. It's becoming the norm. Everybody's an entrepreneur. Everybody's an author. But now it's around the fact that there's an advocacy behind the brand. There's this advocacy of, hey, we need to make sure that our color does not predetermine the earning potential and success of our businesses. So just because I am an African-American woman does not mean that my business should fall within the the um 
the bracket, the earning bracket of 21K per year because that's the average. 21K per firm per year. That should not be the norm just because I'm African-American. If I were Caucasian, it should not be that I have a higher advantage just because I'm Caucasian. So we find that the average of those who are Caucasian or non-minority women uh, business owners is $218,000 per year per firm. So for us, our why is no longer um, helping women you know, understand that they need to build business acumen uh, so that they don't have to go into business with their friends if they're in, and ruin friendships. Now it's about closing the earning gap. There's an advocacy behind closing the earning gap for women of color entrepreneurs. That's huge. So that is really important to me. How do we do this? I don't do this with events. I do this by teaching. I do this by giving resources. I do this by investing in women who look like me. I have to get back to that, right? So when I think, oh, oh, and we'll talk about creating soon, but that's the why. That's my why. So if you tap into your why and you, and those are the things that really excite you, then you have to think about what are the things you've taken on over the years that don't really fall into that why. And that may be stealing some of your joy, stealing some of your time, taking your time away from doing things that allow you to focus on your why. And also too, there's these awesome amount of gifts that God has given you that gives you joy. So let's talk about that for a little bit. So for me, I love to create. I love to create my planners. I love to create my podcasts. I love graphic design. I love creating websites. I don't love doing it for clients, unfortunately, um, like as far as websites go or graphic design goes, but I love creating my boss life planners. And now I want to do boss life journals. Like all of those things excite me. I wrote that today. Today I wrote, I want to create a journal that's kind of based on the ideology of my first book, which was Rock Your Life. And that literally, as I was writing it, brought a smile to my face. And I knew that I had to start working on that immediately because I was not having a smile thinking about the prestige brand as of late. So I realized that's what I had to do. So once you are going on your little social media fast, you're spending some time talking to God about what you need to do and making sure that you're taking the right steps into the right direction. Now I want you to tap back into what makes you happy. What sparks joy? And is that anchored to your why? And let's just say it doesn't because your why has progressed. Now what is your new why? And how do you find things that spark joy around that new why? So that was your your third step. Fourth step is I need you to start taking baby steps. I am, yes, very much um, a visionary, but I'm also very result-oriented. So I believe in anchoring things in time. So if I am focused on, for instance, writing a book, I do not say, oh, I'm just going to write this book. I know that I'm going to write this book and it needs to be done. The manuscript has to be done in 90 days. Why? Because then that drives my writing schedule. That drives how many words per day I need to write. It drives me understanding what I need to do from a marketing perspective as far as launching goes. So therefore, it everything around around anchoring it in time tells me how everything else is going to work. If I just kind of do it without really putting any kind of structure around it, it never happens. It just never happens. It just, it's just the night, it just stays an idea. So I am someone that really likes to focus on, um, how am I going to really 
anchor whatever I want to do in time. So when you are now taking your steps, anchor it in time. And it you can anchor in time however you'd like. So for instance, I like to start with the end in mind. Maybe you want to anchor in time just taking the first steps. Maybe you are at this point where you just need to say, hey, I just need to say that today I'm going to start this project because you've been dragging your feet so long that you need to anchor your start date and time. So if that's the case, then do that. But whatever you do, make sure you're dedicating time and you're to, to execute your task so that you're able to see some forward progression. Because if you're not seeing any forward progression, then you're not going to be able to do, um, to, to really see anything move forward and you're going to still, you're still going to feel stuck and you don't want to feel stuck. So make sure you do those things. So I'm going to go ahead and recap. The first thing we're going to do is take a little social media fast because we know that when we look to the left and the right of us and we see people doing wonderful things, it's not that we don't want to celebrate those wonderful, awesome things that people are doing. It's just that if you're kind of in a funk, it's not going to help you get out of your funk if you're finding yourself uh, suffering from just a tad bit of, of envy of others. And like I said, your most self-aware person, your most humble person, even if it's a moment in time, is still going to experience that because we're still human. Uh, so you got to give yourself an opportunity to bounce back first before we can go ahead and, and celebrate others because it's hard if you're in a funk. Now, let's just say you're not doing that great, but you're not in a funk. Sure, you can celebrate others because you're not stuck. You don't feel down about your business. You don't suffer from some kind of, you know, uh, girl boss self-esteem issues at that point. You know, you're, you're, you're feeling pretty good, even if you're not feeling, I mean, there's been times for me where I'm like, hmm, not where I think I should be, but I know which is moment in time, no big deal. And I've been able to celebrate the, the wins of others. It's when you're in that funk moment. And let me tell you what that funk moment looks like. It's when you're like, do I even need to do this business anymore? Should I just hang it up all together? See, when you're in that mode, you are not in that mental space where you can start focusing on other folks where you can start celebrating other folks. It's almost like abusive to you. <laughs> so you really have to be in this space where you get yourself right first. Think about it in terms of the airplane. What do they tell you? Before you put a, ma- a face mask or oxygen mask on someone else, you must place one on yourself first. It's the same thing. You got to kind of pour into yourself. Give yourself a little bit of self-care. Give yourself a little bit of grace. Give yourself a little bit of love before you can go ahead and start uh, praising others just yet because you're so low in your funk. So once you're doing that and you're giving yourself a little bit of a social media fast or a social media breather, then make sure you're doing your prayer, dedicating some time to really making sure that you're aligned with whatever God's will is for your business. Because I'm telling you, you do not want to take those steps alone. It is going to cause you to take steps that are not going to serve you and not going to serve your tribe. And what do I mean by that? It means when you're just doing things to do things and you are not having a conversation with God first, that means that 
you are not doing what he wants for you, what he wants best for you. And then you have to ask yourself, then if God isn't what's leading you, then what is? It's the flesh. So maybe what's leading you is a love for money. Maybe what's leading for you is um, envy. So now that, oh, someone else is doing this, I have to do this too. Um, Maybe what's leading you is pride because, oh, I, I can't be seen slipping. I can't be seen not doing something. So I have to do something. So I'm just going to push this out to market. So if God is not leading you and the flesh is what's leading you, then you're not serving your purpose. You're not serving your tribe. You're, you're serving something else. And that is something that you don't want to um, build your, you know, the, your comeback on. You don't want to build your refresh and renew on that. That sounds like it's on some very shaky uh, grounds there. So definitely, or, you know, shaky foundation. So definitely take some time and make sure on that step two, that you are taking some time to get aligned, to make sure that you are focusing on the right things. Number three, you want to make sure that you're tapping back into what makes you happy, gives you joy, making sure it's anchored in purpose, making sure that it's something that, you know, it really goes back to your why, why you started your business, why you started this in the first place. And number four, making sure that you anchor in time. Without that, you're just dragging your feet. So I hope that as I have shared this little mini comeback episode with you, you have found some motivation to be able to uh, jumpstart your business again and get yourself rolling because I know I had to take these steps to get me going too. So I am so happy to be back. I can't wait to bless you guys with weekly episodes once again. You know what? I wish when I started this podcast, I would have done seasons because then I could say we're back with season number four. But um, child, I don't know what season this would possibly be because we just go in episodes every week. So <laughs> I'm happy to be back and I hope you're happy to hear this voice of mine and hope happy, uh, hope that you're happy to uh, also get some of these gems. So with that, I'm going to say hope you have a wonderful, awesome, and most of all, blessed day. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.